Oh, I know I said hi to the cat. She's by my feet, and that oh, that was beautiful. Spit all over. The Welcome everybody to the Something Something podcast. Oh, where two cis white males have to watch Morbius. Yep, that's what we had to do today. Well, I did today, you did yesterday, but yeah, I did mine yesterday. I served my dime. They got oh, to come take me, bro. Oh my god, yeah, this. We're this here to talk to you. Was so bad. Talk to you about nerdy shit. Yeah, there's the spoiler. It's bad. So fucking um, bad. But yeah, we're here to talk about shit. You know what's really sad? I watched out that movie and I realized I'm like, I could do like a decent Morbius cosplay, and I have zero desire to do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> which which one though? Would you get the crutches? Yeah. And do okay. Yep. I'll just stop eating for like a month. Just lose all. <laughs> just really just become scared. <laughs> like a real machinist, right? Yep. <laughs> Damn, we're talking about him being a method actor. <laughs> <laughs> Only with his weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me too. I'm a method actor too. I'm trying to play John Candy in regular hey. life. It's hashtag me too. <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. Oh. God, are we really going to start out with a really tasteless hashtag me too joke? <laughs> Always. That's fucked. Oh, fuck yeah. If this is your first time listening, yeah. goodbye, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if the intro to cis straight white males tell you about didn't... I'm sorry. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> so, right off the bat... Nerd news. News for nerds. Nerds who like news, that is. Yeah. So, everyone's favorite segment, before we rip into a movie... Um, By everyone. The first one is a spoiler for Smorbius. Uh, for Smorbius? So, for Smorbius. The Morbius director says he has no idea why there was a Spider-Man mural in the film's trailer. <laughs> because, yeah, that doesn't make it into the movie at all. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> yep. So that's I know all. why, because they wanted to capitalize yeah. on the popularity yeah, on, of Spider-Man. On the popularity of No Way Home. All the trailers were in, entirely made to confuse you on if, if this takes place in the Marvel or Sony universe. Yeah, and uh, the answer is Sony because everything about the Marvel universe isn't in this film. Not uh, everything. <laughs> what? Post-credit scenes don't <laughs> Post-credit scenes in the trailers do. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Ricky Gervais said, <laughs> I would not have made a joke about his wife's hair. I would have made a joke about her boyfriend. <laughs> in regards to the Will Smith shit. <laughs> He's the only one now. So Seth MacFarlane, is, that's the only Oscar I actually like hopped on to watch. Was the oh, one really? where they got Seth MacFarlane to host. I'm like, this is going to be a blast. Oh, yeah. And it was. Wasn't disappointed at all. That's the only one I've ever watched. And the only <laughs> the only other one I would watch is if they got Ricky Gervais to come in and host them. Also, Jasmine says, what's up, cauliflower colonizers? <laughs> <laughs> one of my faves. Hey, you sold me your Mexican, all right? So this is on you. That's true, actually. For $6,969. in nerd rope and the promised spoon. Um, Big or little? Are you a little spoon kind of guy? I'll be both. The problem is that if I'm the little spoon, then they're like more like my, my jet pack than anything else because <laughs> I'm a giant. It's true. You are a big dude. I'm a little spoon. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. Yep. I expect you to be delivered. Come on. I have Amazon Prime. I want same-day delivery, Miles. Seriously. I'm not going to come pick you up. What do you think I pay the monthly subscription Go wait outside of a hardware store and someone will use you for a day and then drop you off in my place. Fuck, man. (laughs) You are coming in strong. This movie's bringing out the terrible part of me. 
Yeah, this movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's all this movie. I said it's the terrible part of me. The movie's just bringing it out. <laughs> um, Tyrese, who's in this film, uh, for tw- like two retweeted on his Instagram and then deleted uh, what he thought was an actual review by Martin Scorsese <laughs> of the movie Morbius before everyone made fun of him for being an idiot and then he deleted it. Read the review. Read the, the review. Martin Scorsese yeah. review. So this is so Michael Mark, Martin Scorsese was another one of the big time older directors that uh, see and Miles joined in. He said I'll be at a random Ace Hardware. <laughs> um. So Martin Scorsese had recently come out talking about how like superhero movies they're just they're formulaic mostly poorly written and they're ruining the film industry which are all points on a surface level i do agree with like the points that most of these directors are making are points that i think are for the most part valid like how many movies end up not being seen because it's not the latest marvel movie that's true. or because it came out too close to the latest marvel movie that's true um and uh but so this supposed review uh i was aghast to find out that it was based on a comic book this is the truest height of cinema, and even I cannot top it. A wise man admits when he was wrong, and I was wrong. I apologize to all comic book movies. <laughs> Such a genuine review. Yeah, by, the by fact Marty. that he believed that just oh, Good on makes you, my Marty. day. I can't wait to hear Martin Scorsese's review of Fast and Furious. <laughs> 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 Ooh. True um, cinema being made. All right, some other some other fun news. Uh, the Game of Thrones spinoff, House of the Dragon, uh, will be airing August 21st. Okay. So that's when that comes out. Cool. For anyone who still cares about Game of Thrones. My favorite season was season seven. Season eight was better. Wait, I forgot the raid. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you were trying to do, which is why. Shit. <laughs> um, Netflix will be rebooting Spy Kids. Didn't they do that already? Well, they've done like sequels and shit, but this is like an actual reboot. But Robert Rodriguez will still be directing it. Okay. So, sure. who fucking knows? Oh, Not yeah, me. and in the House of the Dragon, Matt Smith is going to be one of the Targaryen leads. So he's in that. Cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the, we're getting the Spy Kids reboot. Awesome. <laughs> Just um, what I wanted. Just what I that's wanted That's going to get me to restart my... Uh, <laughs> Jasmine, isn't that what Glee was? <laughs> <laughs> Oof, I love that. Um, Moon Knight is out, uh, weekly episodes. So Disney, something, I guess HBO and Disney both primarily do the weekly episode thing. Mm-hmm. Amazon's intermittent. Like, it, I think depends, it depends on the on show. The show. Um, I bet Rings of Power will be a weekly release. Bruce Willis has confirmed uh, aphasia diagnosis, so he is retiring from acting. Oh. It's okay, though, because, you know, if they ever need a bald, middling-level actor to be an action hero in a movie, Jada Pinkett Smith is probably available. Oh. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! <laughs> Alright, fish from Spongebob. <laughs> Look up that meme. Yeah, please watch um, the Spongebob meme. Obi-Wan is being delayed. Again? Uh, yeah, so instead of coming... But it's by two days. So instead of coming out on May 25th, like it was originally, it'll, it'll be, be coming out on the 27th. Oh, the day after my birthday now? Um, but they'll be airing the first two episodes now instead of just the first episode Whoa. to make up for the two-day delay. Why delay then? I don't know. 
outside of my guesses that it's one of those if we put it on Friday more people will watch it and it will look better and do better and make more money. Okay. Is the only reason I can think of, which is still kind of I'm like so instead of doing it on the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, they're pushing it 2 days. Which tells me it, it can't be to fix anything because that's not enough time. No, that's not enough time to do anything. Um and then multiple movies including Bad Boys 4 that are set to star Will Smith are getting delayed and put on hold after the oscar incident he's retired from the academy and uh yeah so this this is probably not a stunt at this point now it's the beginning of his youtube career Um, now will smith can focus on instagram and youtube yeah he can he can talk about his weight gain journey on on instagram he can start a podcast with logan paul good for him man he's really moving up (laughs) i was gonna say logan paul or bill cosby both why not (laughs) fuck it Let's get everyone into one room. Bad Boys Four is Will Smith getting slapped back. Now, I'm pretty sure it was gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be him passing the torch, and it's gonna be his son and his son's lover as the new generation of bad boys. <laughs> be the bad them's. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a roll, bro. You're on a roll. Oh fuck, I am. We're at that point. We're one episode away from 20. If you want to cancel, it's just no, we only have 25 subscribers. Yeah, right, yeah. No, 26. Oh, no, we're down to 25. We were at 26 for a little bit. Oh. We lost one. Damn. I'm assuming someone who subscribed and doesn't like probably me anymore unsubscribed <laughs> because they got notified we went live just now. They're like, oh, yeah, fuck that fucking cis guy. Cis male one sucks. So we'll have to fix our subscriber goal and put it back down to 26 or 25. <laughs> Oof. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the nerd news. Nerd news is complete. Now we'll oh. talk about fucking Morbius. Morbius. So we're at the spoiler part of the episode. So if you haven't seen it and don't want to hear about it, bye, Austin. <laughs> he's not in yet. He said he's going to join in. So oh well, he's going to come in and be extremely disappointed that nerd news didn't take longer. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't as much. We only delayed it by a day, not a week. (laughs) My bad. Um, Next time, I'll delay it a week. (laughs) (laughs) For more nerd news. We only need the nerd news. I feel like a lot of nerd news comes out on Tuesdays, so there's probably going to be a lot for the next one. Update on Will Smith incoming on episode 20. (laughs) (laughs) The next update on Will Smith's career. Morbius. Where do I start? At the beginning. As all good stories do. <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, this started out weird for me because I went to that fucking Screen X theater where it plays the movie on the walls, too. And it's I immediately was gimmick. like, oh. Oh, what the fuck? It's such a weird gimmick. And the aspect and ratio is real fucked on the walls. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like, why do this? Yeah. Why do this? It's like a I don't non, need to see where the helicopter is. It's like went. a non 3D way of trying to be immersive, but it's just distracting. It's, it's so distracting. If it was the whole movie, it might work, but it's it's not. It's only like certain Six scenes. Six or seven scenes of this movie are full screen. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's such a weird thing to do. But it picks up. Basically, the entire intro is like the first half of the trailer. Yeah, of him so, going to the mountain. Yeah, there's cave. no, there's literally no explanation. I mean, you kind of get one later, but there's no. Basically, it 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 opens up kind of seeming very mystical in a way. Like they're going to a cave. All the locals are superstitious as fuck. 
and terrified to be there. You know, we can't be here after nightfall. Like, I was waiting for some kind of, like, story about these particular vampire bats are special for... But they're not. It's just... He goes to a cave where there's vampire bats, and he captures a bunch of them using his own blood. But, again, but that literally plays into nothing. Like, he could have just brought a dead animal. It's just a thing. Like, for a dude who uh, really needs his blood because of his health condition... It's kind of odd for him to just risk throwing his, his whole old... fucking life away. Yeah, <laughs> literally, when... so he could cut his hand and hold it in front of a like a snare trap. Yeah, when a dead animal could have done the same thing. A dead person. There were four other dudes. Yeah, there. he could have just shot a dude. Bam. And then you'd be like, "Oh, maybe he is a villain." Right. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. <laughs> and so, but yeah, so and then that just kind of ends on like the cliffhanger of all the bats flying out and somehow not blowing up the helicopter and him just being like. <sighs> like, buddy, you can wrap your hand now. They're they're out here. Yeah, they're, they're already there. they're swarming, bro. Um, hey, there's oh, Freya. Hey, there's Freya behind me. Ooh, there she is. Hello. Popping up, getting getting all comfy on the chair. This is specifically for Rebecca, but yep. I did get tilted in this movie. By the way, <laughs> this movie set me off. Yeah. So uh, like then it then it does Nick's favorite thing. It flashbacks twenty five years earlier. Yeah, we uh, we get basically like a quick scene to literally set in motion the person. Like this is the character development. This one opening is the character development, the entire character development for both characters. It like, is. Yeah. It's kind of like it settles the argument of nature versus nurture in that it's nature, and if you're a shit, like what you are as a child, automatically dictates what will happen if you get vampire powers. Um, so. New Milo number seven comes in. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of is making light What's of the his fact name? that Lucian like or something? yeah, Lucian. Lucian. It's making light of the fact that like his bed, like bunkmate. So he basically he lives in like a care facility for kids with his specific blood related condition. I don't remember what it is. He just he needs an infusion three times a like, day. Three times a day, and his bunkmate has he constantly just nicknames them all Milo. After the first one, who was actually died. named Milo, because they all just keep dying. Um, but since we're focusing on this one, obviously this is the one that's going to live. Surprise. Matt Smith. Yeah, this is the one that's going to grow into Matt Smith. Because he grows into Jared Leto. And you've got the guy who runs it is the dude who played Moriarty in Sherlock Holmes 2. Yeah. Good actor. Yeah, I liked, I honestly mm-hmm. liked his character in the yeah. movie. Wish he was in He's the only five minutes. He, he, and I wish that two and a half of those weren't him laying on the ground dying. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh In case you're counting Uncle Ben moments in superhero <laughs> anti hero origin stories, this movie has two. Yep. And they're back to, to back. back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his mentor from a young age dies and then his girlfriend immediately dies after. Yep. Or does she? <laughs> Ugh, so yeah, yeah, so we have like no time to talk about this. Yeah, but, like the yeah. intro, I, I will be honest. The first half hour, maybe forty five minutes, was good. It's not that bad. Like was actually like had me being like, I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying this movie. I'm curious to see. It what might happens. not even be that long because it's really until the container ship stuff when he actually does the experiment mm-hmm. on himself, which feels like forty five minutes maybe. But it, that could have been fucking fifteen as far no, as I'm I concerned. Checked. I checked my watch, and it was about an hour from the movie started, so if you cut out about 15, 20 minutes for, for like, trailers and yeah, shit, credits and it's whatever. about, yeah. it's about, it's about 30 to 45 minutes. Okay. 
Um, I'm just saying this. This movie moves so fast, but that gets nothing done. It feels like true. Um, but yeah, and so essentially, what happens is the kid goes to die because there was a fuse and a fuse shorts in his thing, and Michael swaps it out for the spring and a pen, and that happens to work. And apparently, that is a sign of intelligence. Yep. You got. You, you put metal in a place where metal is supposed to conduct electricity and the metal did its job and therefore you're a genius. Like, it was a weird... It was it was a really weak, weird way to be like, we're going to send you to a college for smart people. Because you know how to take a because, spring out of a yeah, because you Yeah, because you put a spring into a fuse. You went, that uses wired metal. I'm going to put wired metal in here and that makes you smarter than all the scientists that built it. Yep. Like... Moving on. Yeah, <laughs> That's not even, basically the movie. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not even saying that I would have thought of that personally, but like out of all the ways to show that he's smart or intelligent, like I feel, especially since he doesn't go on to become an engineer, like he goes on to be like the leading scientist in bio, like yeah, biology like, and like fusion. Yeah, and like in and in blood specifically, like I feel like you you could have had it be more medical based or something like. Just something else that's more like that more fits into what he grows up in, mm-hmm. and had that kind of sell that he's smart a little. Like it was kind of like the issue in Spider-Man: Homecoming, where he's smart because he's at a school for smart people, and like yeah, he opens a drawer that has web fluid in it, implying that he made it, but you don't see him make it. And mm-hmm. Ned is the one who hacks the suit, so it's like compared he's smart. to like Andrew Garfield. Yeah, like he's even, like yeah, like that Spider-Man is smart because they tell even us he's Toby's, smart. yeah. Yeah, but like especially Andrew Garfield. Like Andrew Garfield got a, a lot of like, yeah, look at all the shit he's doing. This is why he's smart. And so that's kind of how I felt with this Morbius scene. It was like, oh, they told us that that makes him a genius for his age, so mm-hmm. I guess we'll go with it. But, I mean. And then the rest right. of the movie, he's a genius. Yeah. and so, Apparently. And there's kind of a lot of that. Like, they, they, they tell us this is a trait, therefore it's a trait. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so he dips out. He leaves one of his origami notes for the kid that flies out the window <gasps> and the bullies that they said are, you know, they said there's bullies across the street, so don't go outside. And then the other cripple walks outside and he gets attacked by the bullies. But once one of the bullies gets knocked down, then he starts to beat on the bullies to show that he has anger issues. Mm-hmm. And that's going to justify everything he does as an adult. Everything. Literally, this one scene is going to justify every move that he makes as a character. Because, as you can probably tell, he's going to be the main villain. Mm-hmm. But it does not. It does not do nearly... I'm like, no. Like, this is... A kid who got beat up yeah, lashing out? Yeah, like, a, a kid who's getting attacked by bad guys defends himself. And that means it's logical that he chooses to become a monstrous villain because... Yep. Like, which... Because, like, the problem is, like... Especially when he becomes an adult and shows like genuine concern and empathy for Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's no, 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 very no. inconsistent. He's literally like, "Michael, I love you, and we're brothers. I'm gonna murder you, but also we're lo- brothers, and I love you." Like, it's it's classic uh, abuser language, right? It was yeah. a bad relationship, man. <laughs> well, like, and the problem too is because like then you have to ask yourself like, what lesson are you trying? You literally trying to teach like, don't defend yourself ever because if you do, you'll grow up into a murderous psychopath. Cause that's that's the take that's the takeaway lesson from from that scene mm-hmm. is you know if you're if you fight back against bullies then that probably means you're a psychopath. Yep. Don't fight against bullies, kids. Just take it. Yep. Just just one hundred percent. 
Don't don't beat them with your crutch. You take it and then take it out on small animals when you're older. Yes. That's how normal people do it. You yeah. fucking weirdos. Yeah, you take it out on bats. Come on, man. Bats and mice. Yes. <laughs> bats are just mice with wings. So yeah. Rata a lot. Thank you. And penguins. You can obviously you can take it out on penguins. Also, you can take it out on penguins. That's another small or falconies. Yep. Falcons. That's it. <laughs> 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 um, and so then it flash forwards to him being to a just doctor, another though. random scene, which is not even him being a doctor. It flash forwards to him getting an award. Yeah, he's getting oh he's getting the Nobel Peace Prize or something. Yeah, he's, yeah, he he's, because he developed artificial blood. Yeah, he developed fake blood, which is blue instead of red. <gasps> it, it looks it literally just looks like fucking like blue goo. Like, like it really did with. remind me of a Slurpee. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Like just like a like a, like if somebody mixed like a Slurpee with like silly putty, that's kind of like what it looks like, just in a bag of just this blue shit that apparently, conveniently for what the movie's about to be, they they created a plot device for him not to be a bad guy. Yeah, he can drink the fake blood. Yeah, he he can drink fake blood, even though he has access to a lot of real blood that wouldn't be harming people. Quite he can drink a that bit. Too. I also like that they refer to it as the blue and the red. Yep. Come on, Michael, you can drink some red, man. Yeah. Why are you drinking blue? You can drink red instead of blue. My favorite red's flavor is the sour apple. <laughs> <laughs> That's green. Oh, shit. Yeah, red would be like cherry and strawberry and watermelon. Oh, artificial cherry can suck my dick from the back, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he. The, this is the, the whole movie is about the fact that blue, blue raspberry... Is better than cherry. It's true, though. Yep. And, and uh, I'll fucking die on that hill. You think I won't? Oh, you fucking think I won't die really on that hill? it really glosses over the fact that, like, he invented fake blood. Yeah, really. He, he doesn't even accept the Peace Prize because like, it's a failed experiment. Yeah, like, like yeah, because it was, a, it was an accidental byproduct of a failed experiment. To which my response is, why was that not an intentional experiment? Like, yeah. Which, what, like, again, I'm like... <laughs> Are you are you actively trying to undermine the intelligence of your main character? Like, just why can't that just be a win? But I guess they need to make him slightly abrasive to the public. Yeah, he needs because, to be humble, bro. Because off screen, like they tell us afterward, because it, it's, it's it's literally afterward. Like somebody is ta- like is chastising him for having insulted the king of Sweden. Sweden, I think. Archduke Ferdinand. Right. Um. They don't because they cut out. They don't. They don't even like show us the. He scene. stands up and starts walking towards the podium, and then it's him being chastised. Yeah, and so like that's that's why it was a very obvious. We we need you to know that he made this because it's going to be a plot point later mm-hmm. scene. Like, and that's what a lot of the scenes are. It's kind of like each scene in this movie. This this is the the biggest issue with this film is most scenes just kind of feel like we're going to drop the plot device or plot point that's going to be important in the next scene. But then that Which plot the, point never fucking comes, it feels like. Or at least yeah. when it does, it's, like, super underwhelming. Exactly, yeah. Because, like, the, the whole movie like, is relying on a, a mixed bag of, like, convenience mixed with throwaway lines. Well, and, and just, like, circumstantial shit that happens to him that you're like, oh, my God, how lucky. is Did he, when he injected himself and became a vampire, is one of the traits of a vampire in this universe just ungodly luck? Because it seems like it. Like, he doesn't fucking do... She's typing. I know. Freya's just hitting the buttons on the keyboard. It's got me legitimately worried. <laughs> Hi. What are you doing? If we suddenly go um, offline, oh. <laughs> either Freya hit a button or Sony's come for us finally. Yep. 
and it's probably Sony or Warner Brothers at this point. <laughs> or Disney. Shit, right. we've shit, we've mm. shit on Disney a lot on yeah. this podcast. That's going to keep happening. Yes, I can't wait for Moon Knight to be over. Austin, welcome. Hey, we're actually talking about the movie, Austin, so... Yeah, if you don't want this to but be spoiled. But also, you should not plan on watching this until it's fucking free for you to do so somewhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, that's the fire. She's playing, <laughs> She's playing with the fire. Beautiful. Guys, Frey is playing with fire. Uh, well, so then he like goes back to his his, his, his like research facility, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is all funded by Milo. Yes. And yeah, so basically Milo... Do they explain how he gets his money? No. I don't, Milo no. somehow grew up and became incredibly wealthy and uses that to fund Morbius's attempts at finding a way for them both not to need to be on blood donations yeah, not every to three like, hours. Yeah, not to, you know, have, like, an expiration date yeah. in front of them. Exactly. Um, And that's when he, like, his, like, colleague is there, and she's, like finds out about his, like, off-the-book experiments or something with bats. <laughs> oh, yeah, Austin's like, I'm not fa- I'm not watching it. Good. Fuck Lego. Good. I'm pretty sure he meant Leto, like Jared Leto, but he typed it Lego. Well, so. don't fuck Lego. Yeah, don't fuck. Lego's good. Out, I just bought Lego Star Wars, the complete saga, so, like, yeah, no, come don't on, bro. fuck Lego. Chill. Chill, bro. Chill. Legos are good. Dude, the sequels were, like, the best. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about Star Wars now. <laughs> God. Surprise! It's another surprise Star Wars review. <laughs> and then this is... Yeah. Bam! We're talking about Solo, bitches. Oh, fuck. No, but... um, And we see a character who I forgot about because she doesn't come up again in the entire rest of the movie. Um, The girl who he's... Oh, yeah. The, he the, puts in a coma. The girl he puts in a coma, yeah. I'm like so, this sounds terrible. No, it's it's a good like so. Basically, it's it's one of his like main patients, and he's there now that he's back. He gets pulled away. She starts to kind of have a freak out so that they can introduce the nurse that gets well, killed. Real quick, um, um, he injects a rat with like the the serum he makes from like the well, yeah, bad DNA. I, I was that just pointing out. I just want to clarify the, the coma thing real quick, oh, and then uh, yeah, and then we'll go back on the yeah. plot point. We, and so and yeah, and then basically she starts to deteriorate. And so they put her in a chemically induced coma to stop her from deteriorating. She doesn't come up again for the entire rest of the movie. He's in her room again at one point, and then that's it. Because when he wakes up from the his watch going off after the one oh, of yeah. those guys, he's in her room mm-hmm. sleeping in the chair. Yeah, but that's it. It was it was very, it was weird. This and this is the problem. Like I, I wonder if they just th- if people think this is world building or a good thing, but. Wasting ten minutes on introducing a character that's never going to be in the movie again—that's not world building. That's that's wasting time. Like that's okay if the rest of your story is flushed out. Like that's a good thing if the rest of your story is flushed out. Like building the world, having characters that aren't necessarily plot intrinsic. Like what? What is the point of this movie? He gets vampire powers, and then by the end of it, is going to start the Sinister Six. Like yes. I don't fucking know. That's yes. <laughs> that seems like that's the point of this entire fucking movie. The is... point of this is to kidnap a villain from a different universe so that they can do the Sinister oh, Six. God. Um. Oh, and this movie uh, fucking sent me, dude. And so, but but yeah, and so he, so yeah, so they go there. He gets pulled out to you know to talk to the main love interest. She has, like, a last name for a first name. Yep. Yep. There you Google. go. Googling it. That's how much attention we paid during this movie. We're Googling literally the main supporting character's name. 
I still challenge you to name two char- two human characters from Avatar. <laughs> Jake Scully. Is that his name? Jake Scully, yeah. That might be, yeah. I said two. Oh, that's right, it's Martin, Martin Bancroft. Isn't the other guy's name Norman or something? I don't remember. Who? Martin, yeah, Martin is her name. Yeah, Martin Bancroft. Which, which guy? Which isn't a last name, but... I love that Matt Smith is only credited as Milo. He's not even credited as Lucian, Lucian whatever. <laughs> he um, doesn't even get like a cool vampire name either. <laughs> I mean, Lucian's pretty vampire-y. I guess that was the giveaway. <laughs> also, he looked more like a... So, Morbius... What about the dress-up scene after he becomes a vampire where he's just like putting a shirt and tie on and grunting at himself yes. in a mirror? Again, wasting time <laughs> on such stupid shit. <laughs> Oh, we can't, we have to wait till we get to that point. Like, I know we do. It's just so funny. Yeah, so so Martine pulls him aside to basically to chastise him for what he did at the event, and then also to be like, "I know that you're doing shady experiments." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I did love so like because he apparently just refuses to get a wheelchair. Um, that was the most confusing part. Is everyone who has this disease also refuses to use wheelchairs? They all use canes and like two-handed crutch things. Making the unnecessary well, but we only clever see three people with this disease in the movie, and it's Matt Smith, him, and the girl that's in the bed the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, everybody that we see. But like, but my point being is like, you, you could have gotten around very probably a lot more easily on a wheelchair, and then you wouldn't. But you're giving up your humanity. And then you wouldn't need. Although it was a it was a cool acknowledgement. Like the I love the. Uh, the like the lights that automatically turn it on and off as you're walking around so this way he's not wasting electricity and because it would be difficult for like someone like him and in his condition to go turn lights on and off mm-hmm. so just kind of having that automatic like they turn on and off as you're walking from area to area to light up where you are to kind of make up for his condition i did like that i thought that was a cool hey meat pick bro yeah 100 percent. like and it also oh, came in you. handy later for like an epic horror scene yeah that's another neat pick um, i honestly dug the shit out of that yeah like the introduction of this even the parts that we're making fun of like for the most part it was setting up a decent movie um it's the payoffs that make these even worse yes and yeah and they and the fact that the setup was as decent as it was makes the payoff that is terrible even worse because it's like oh oh this might like i thought the final fight in fucking let there be carnage was bad Oh, this, this movie's like this movie's like boss fight at the end. Kamehame bats. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. And it's like fucking two minutes long. Uh-huh. It's like we finally get like an epic vampire duel, and Morbius just gets his ass kicked all the time until he fucking figures out the spirit until he, bomb. Until he realizes that there's apparently a billion bats in the city of New York that he can pull yeah, out just of the sewers. The sewers. I thought like, there were alligators down there. Man. I know. I was like rats, <laughs> alligators, pigeons. Sure, I've never heard that like any major U.S. city has that many bats. I don't look it up. I don't either. <laughs> but like, like, I'm pretty sure like. The construction site in New York had more bats than the vampire bat cave deep in, in, an, yeah. in, a, in a Chilean jungle. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so he goes and he kind of reveals that, yes, he's he basically, he pulled a bunch of bats in and is dissecting them because they're the one um, species mammal who mammal. has figured out how to survive solely on blood. And basically the process that allows him to do that might allow him to essentially cure his own disease which like 
completely cool. completely mumbo jumbo but also like yeah like that was a great way believable. of believable yeah sure. it, it's a very believable like comic book origin for you know why a villain becomes you know it's like it's the same with like the lizard right he was pulling dna from lizards that can regrow limbs as a way of trying to regrow his own arm like it's it's that could this work in the real world no but it's an awesome like train of logic to give us the villain that we get like there should be some suspension of disbelief in a superhero yeah. film, right? Like it, it honestly, and like as he's going and talking about it, it, it literally it reminded me very much of Green Goblin in the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and like in oh, a lot yeah. in a good okay. way, like yeah. in that that similar build-up. You know, let's give you kind of the sympathetic logic behind this character before we go down the dark path he's going to go down. You know, kind of that the ends don't justify the means mm-hmm. kind of a thing mm-hmm. in trying to get what he's trying to get. You're trying to play God, bro. You know. Um, and you even have like that element of like that he could lose all of his funding if his buddy died, like, mm-hmm. and that's there at first, uh, and then it very and then it immediately much goes away becomes hard. an afterthought. Yeah, immediately um, becomes an afterthought. I mean, speaking of, where does he get all of his money after his buddy dies at the end? <laughs> he is driving a really nice car at that post credit scene. Um, Last will and testament, my guy. Right. Um, it's like an Uncharted, you know? Oh, we killed the boss, so now we have his money. That's not how that works. Do you think works. Matt Smith killed Antonio Banderas, and that's how we got the money in this movie? Yes. No, no, he would have killed the girl that replaced Antonio that's Banderas. That's right. Because, okay. you know, it's it's passing of the torch. Spiderweb so hair girl, yeah. whose name I don't fucking yeah, spi- remember. Spiderweb ramen noodles. Yeah, that girl. Yep. And so... So he's finagling, so they inject the rat with the, the serum. This is test number, like, 175. So we've been doing this for a little while. Um, yeah, it's test it number, like, 170-something. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And they think the rat dies, and then that's when they hear the, the girl kind of having a crash. So they go out. They put her in the coma, and then um, Martine looks out the doorway because it's a straight shot to his office and sees the rat is actually up and walking around and fine. Is it a vampire rat? Presumably. Like, is that a villain for, like, another Sony picture? Is just this rat that eats it's, people? It's going to be the precursor to the spinoff, Banicula. Wow, those are words that lost me. <laughs> what? So there's an actual, like, kids book series called Banicula. It's about a rabbit that's, like, a vampire rabbit, and it sucks the life out of vegetables, turning them white. But it gets adopted as, like, a pet for this person. And so, like, the cat and the dog. <laughs> so did that rabbit invent cauliflower? Maybe, yeah. It just, killed, it just sucked the life out of a bunch of broccoli. Sweet. I actually think that might be, like, an element in, like, one of the first books. It's, like, when the cat is trying to prove that this is, like, a psycho killer vampire bunny. <laughs> and the dog's like, no. He's like, look. He's like, it's cauliflower. What are you talking like, No, this is broccoli. This is broccoli yesterday. <laughs> Eat it. Eat it. It's broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> it's broccoli. And he made it white. He sucked the essence out of it. Like it's an, that's an actual kid's book. <laughs> Fuck, I want to read that book. Bro. I loved it as a kid. It was great. Hell yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, rats alive, and yeah, they're the like rats alive, and uh, yeah, like we have no idea what the repercussions of that rat are in any way. Nope, because he does a lot, and he, end all the testing between that because it's he goes from a hundred and whatever up to two hundred and something. And it's like two thirty when he's on. Yeah, the when he's on his when he does to do his human trial. So how many vampire yeah, bunnies? Like vampire how many rats are vampire rodents has he made? And do they react the same way that bats do to him? Right. Why doesn't he kami-hami-hum like 60 rats at fucking Batsmith? That would have made more sense that if we're being been honest. That would fucking hilarious. <laughs> all of a sudden all these white rats come out of the ground. Like, <sighs> That's how he got albino animals. He made vampire he monsters made out vampire. of white rats. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure its eyes were red. Yeah, it afterwards. was. Afterwards. So, like. Oh, yeah, so were he, Martins. Right? Matt's were blue? Matt Smith's character? Milo's were blue when he was a vampire? I don't remember. I don't know. Well, uh, oh yeah, I don't know. He looked... Well, here's the problem. So, Matt Smith vampire stuff, like, aesthetically, like, the CGI quality, not so much, but the aesthetic look of, like, all of his vampireness, I loved. Yeah, I like, did too. I liked the overall design change. I love like, the way they show, like, the effects as he's do- moving around. Like, I thought it was a good, kind of, u- more unique way of showing, like, vampire powers. I love the way that he Spider-Man 3 danced in front of a mirror and grunted at himself. I was gonna say, however... Matt Smith looked more like a zombie than a vampire. Dude, I was going to say. Like, I'm like yeah. he very much looked just like a fucking zombie. So did Morbius when he was in his vampire form, though, too. But, it, but he looked more vampire-esque. Like, it worked on him. It did not work. Like, Matt Smith just looked like, out of, like, a comedy movie of, like... Yeah, like, what was that stupid love movie where the, the girl falls in yeah, love with a zombie? Uh-huh. I, I know what you're talking about, and that's exactly what I was thinking of. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it, it was very, like, I hated how it looked on Matt Smith. It looked good on Jared Leto's character, just not on Matt Smith's I mean, character. I think that, like, the movement stuff, too, when they, like, show him using his vampire power, it was cool. Yes. I also liked, like, the purple fogginess they gave around him. Even when he used his sonar ability, mm-hmm. that was fucking tight. Yes. But he also figures out his powers so fucking fast. And Matt Smith even faster. Yes. 100%. Figures out like, how to, like, just become this ultimate killing machine. And, like, the only thing Matt Smith doesn't figure out first is how to Kamehameha fucking bats at people. Yeah, because he doesn't have the interaction with bats, so he doesn't realize that, hey, vampire bats love me. But, like, there's no way those were vampire bats because no. we're in New York, which <laughs> means, New like, do, does, it, does it work for all bats? Yeah, like, do all bats, bats love you, like... too? Like, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, I can tell you right now, vegans don't just swarm around me because of how much meat that I eat. So, <laughs> I, that just, it doesn't work. Like, doesn't, I'm just saying, that's not a correlation yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can't shoot vegans at people in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, oh. I get along with the meat eaters. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> one of us. One of us. Ah, oh, thank you, Austin. Warm bodies. That's the... Warm bodies. Yep. Ugh. Um, what a dumb fucking movie. <laughs> As you say that, Austin... And that was an enjoyable movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you two debate that. Austin, do you want to come on our show and debate Warm Bodies with Nick? Yeah, let's watch it again together. Because I bet you've watched that movie recently, huh? I bet you watch Warm Bodies all the fucking time. Then we'll do Tokyo Drift. Dude, I'll talk about how much I fucking love Tokyo Drift. I don't want to watch Tokyo Drift ever again. I don't want to watch Fast and Furious ever again, but we're getting two more of those. One, two, and three are great. <laughs> One is good. No, one is also really bad. Have you watched one recently? On the comparison of the franchise as a whole, relatively. Oh, yeah, it's a street race. That's actually a street racing movie. Where they're stealing VCRs. Do Panasonic <laughs> DVD players and VCRs. The, yeah, the DVD VCR hybrid TVs. Yeah, bro. Um, for yeah. millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. They've come so far. Or Man, I'm having so much more fun talking about other movies. <laughs> right? I know. I'm like, oh, I have to get back to this. Oh, yeah. So they then, let's see. So, yeah. So he does the thing. They realize, oh, this is great. This is real. So then he convinces Matt Smith to give him money to fund a boat because he's like, I have to go out to international waters mm. to do this experiment because it's technically illegal. And Matt Smith's like, all right, go for it. No questions asked. Fuck I'm not it. Gonna, You're trying to cure us. I'm not going to be there for some reason. 
Yeah, I'm not going to go. I'm gonna I don't send, like water. I'm going to send you out with some very rapey mercenaries. Have fun. Very rapey mercenaries. Like, it's, like well, I at feel, least one of them. Yes, and I feel like that was one of those ones where it's like, we're going to have a mercenary be rapey so that when Morbius kills it, he's not a bad guy. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, they even like, mention it in dialogue, yeah, too. Yeah, like the FBI what, is what, like, mercs that probably we really did something didn't bad? care. Like, the reason we didn't arrest you earlier is because we didn't care about the mercs, even though we're investigating it for some reason. However, a nurse got murdered, and now we care. She's a single mother of twins. Yeah, because, you know, the fact that she's just a, a good person in general is not enough. We no, also no. have to make her a single mother. She has mother to be a single mother of, of twins. twins living in New York. Yep. <sighs> All right, Austin wants to watch Warm Bodies with you. Oh, wow. Hey, let me pencil that into my fucking schedule. Oh, no. I'm all booked up. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> for those of you who are only listening on other apps, uh, he flipped them off. Hey, thanks for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, and so the fact that, like, yeah, so they go, so that they just very, just go out on the boat, which, and again, like, yeah, that element, dumb, but still interested in the movie up to this point. Like, it's a dumb elements, but also, like, good elements on top of that. Like, so they go out, they're, they're crafting it, he's gonna he's gonna inject himself for human tiles, they've got him locked in his own separate room, strapped down I to a chair. I also like the way they make Martine live, is they knock her out before yep. he goes full fucking psycho killer. People say, But, like... I feel like that was less to make it so she can live and more so that she doesn't stop him from murdering everyone because he was, she was even in that, even when he murders the dude in there, she's making him kind of fight like to bring out his humanity a little bit. Sure. But like also would she have been able to stop him? Probably not. No, not at all. But like, it's the initial bloodlust. Yeah. But that's the thing. She is still a sack full of blood, dead or not. Exactly, he's going to suck yeah. that thing dry. Oh, like, yeah. like he's hunting them down because he can hear and smell the blood pulsing through all their veins. So, like, her being knocked out yeah. doesn't change that She also, at all. like, cuts her finger a little bit on, like, a cat food can Later at one up, point. Yeah. And he's like... Very, <laughs> in a very twilighty moment. Super twilight, dude. <laughs> Super twilight. Oh, fucking blood really gets my motor running. Right? I just... <laughs> I just had my Beyond Burger, but that steak smells juicy. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, seriously, <laughs> essentially what that scene is. Uh huh. And oh, so, so yeah, then he like you know becomes a fucking vampire and kills all these mercenaries, uh, and then wakes up himself again. But he's like, oh fuck, I'm ripped now. Right? Yeah. Damn, bro. I'm yeah. He has the the out. obligatory. I'm a sh- like this is this is this is why I will laugh every time a woman complains that female characters are sexualized in superhero movies because these scenes happen for every male origin story ever it's the equivalent of like spider-man one toby's first movie where he like is putting his glasses on he's just like taking them off putting them on and taking them off and is like flexing in the mirror that's essentially what happens even that far back i'm like every guy has had the look look at my ripped naked muscular body like that's it's in all of them like it's a superhero thing it's not a one gender or the other thing it's just Look, here's attractive person on screen. Enjoy. By the way, they're also superpowers. Um, also, before when they when they take off his shirt pre the serum, he was too unhealthy looking. Like, have you ever like, seen Christian Bale and like the Machinist? That's basically what this was because, <laughs> like, which adds to the whole why the fuck is he in a wheelchair? Like, this dude, 
he did not have the upper body strength to be carrying himself around on the crutches. Like, cause they're not crutches. It's, it's the ones where you just are using your hand to hold yourself up. Mm-hmm. So his entire like whole body is being held up by his forearms. Basically. His shoulders, yeah. His shoulders and forearms. Only he has literally no muscle of any kind. Like he is just skin and bone. Like this is what I look like in high school. Dilapidated. But, like just. Is that, hor- the, is that how you say that word? Dilapid- uh, maybe. Dilapidate? Dil- whatever. I'm not even going to try. With He's English. Twitter pated. Um, <laughs> and, I'm dumb. Uh, There's no spell check in my with brain. With just super dark veins everywhere. When can I download Grammarly for my brain? <laughs> but yeah, so after like yeah, after he wakes up, he takes his shirt off for no reason other than to show us his abs, so that he can then immediately put a coat on. A different coat. He takes yeah. his shirt off to put a different thing. And on. it's not even like, oh look, this shirt's covered in blood. Or it like, was just open. <laughs> yeah, it was just. Oh, you can see my nipples. So let me just get naked, and then I'll put a coat on and cover myself in the coat. And then I'll be like, bah, 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 and I'll delete all the security camera yeah, footage. That. he's like, oh, I just murdered everyone. And then he deletes the footage, calls in a nine one one, and leaves the woman he's falling for unconscious with yeah. possible brain damage. Like, but it, puts a blanket on her. Bro. Yeah, he, he puts put a, blanket a blanket on her, but like doesn't, you know, wake her up, check for And they say chivalry is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, if he was just like an engineer, I'd buy that. But he is a medical doctor. Like He doesn't even like, he just like listens to, yeah. he just like puts his ear to her nose and can hear her heartbeat. Yeah, he's just like, like oh, all right. Alive. Her heart's still beating. She might be a vegetable, but her heart's still beating. So they just still breathing, bro. Uh, and then he just jumps overboard and I guess swims back to land with his new vampire. He's swim. all full now. Yum yep. yum yum. So he, yeah, he uses. He was his, off the coast of Long Island. His high iron diet. He swims to shore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call an Iron Man. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is uh, this is Sony's Iron Man. Yeah. God, that would be such a good name for a vampire, Iron Man. Are you kidding me? Oh. The ultimate, just like a like it'd have to make a parody movie, like like Jack Black is a vampire called Nobody Iron steal Man. Our idea. We're writing the screenplay. Jack Black, please be in our movie. Also, Ryan, or Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds. sponsor us. <laughs> a Ryan Reynolds funded movie starring Jack Black as a vampire called, called Iron, Iron Man. Man. <laughs> What's the plot of the movie? There's no fucking plot. No He's plot just a fucking all. vampire. He's just a vampire. It'll be, it'll be like the uh, Studio 666. <laughs> yeah, also, also rest in peace to... I know. Taylor Hawkins. I mean, I was like, they summoned demons for that movie, so that just means the band's gonna die one at a time. Oh, bro. They Final <laughs> Destination themselves? Is that what yep. you're saying? That's fucked up. Well, you don't play with Ouija boards. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. I laughed, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. I know that hurts. Um, and so, um, and the yeah. first thing he does is go right back to his lab. Yes, yeah. So he <laughs> has. So he he left. I like, just killed eight people on a boat with a doctor who's directly tied to me. But I'm going back to my lab. Yeah, I'm going right back to my lab. But it's okay. I've got a hood on. I'm not even going to call Matt Smith first. I'm yeah, going to go like, right back to my. I lab. have a hood on before I walk through the front door, which immediately falls off. So I'm walking through the rest of the lab, perfectly fine. Walking, just fucking. Yeah. Strutting his shit like he's listening to the Bee Gees, dude. <laughs> and no one notices. And nobody says it. There's not even a sec- a person that goes, what the fuck? Like, if, if the security guard that I assume works that yeah. front desk you know, Monday to Friday is like, well, you look good. And it, it, it honestly, call back to our one of our complaints about, like, Batman just knocking on the front door of the Iceberg Lounge instead of sneaking in. Like, 
He could literally have climbed up the outside of his building and hopped in through an office window. He's got vampire powers. Yeah. Like, he could have gotten into his office a billion ways other than I'm going to have let my hood fall off as I just walk through the front door and hope that it's Saturday and therefore less people are here. But also, we have medical patients, so people are here every day. Mm-hmm. And he just goes right back to work and is trying to, like, is doing a, like, it's a massive montage of him doing studies on himself of, like... You know, first he eats the blue shit, which, hooray, luckily that works. Yeah, awesome. You know, so he starts his vegan diet of blood and starts measuring. And, like, this is why you know it's over the course of, like, days. Because he's literally able to measure the intervals of how many hours. And it's not like it's every hour. It's It starts out at, like, like, it starts at, like, 12 and breaks down to about 6 hours on average that he can do. So it's like, alright, this is obviously going over days then. This isn't if you just were Martine, like a day and a half. Wouldn't you be like, "Find this guy, come visit me in the hospital." <laughs> oh, he did. She was unconscious the whole time. Oh, I forgot about. Yeah, she's that. been unconscious for a week apparently, oh, yeah. Yeah, and he right. is just like oh, he just like, kind of came in and looked at her chart and then left, which <laughs> also makes no sense. Like, all right, cool. So she got a bump on the head and is passed out and is, <laughs> is out in a coma for like at she least a week. She literally got pushed over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know why? She didn't have enough iron in her diet. <laughs> I am Iron Man. <laughs> Knocking out girls and jumping in a van. <laughs> Just made that up. Hey, wow, dude. Very... You're a poet. You didn't even know it. <gasps> but your feet show it. You can make a rhyme anytime. Because they're Longfellows. What? There's a poet named Longfellow and your feet are long. That's why your feet show it. We're going to move on. Um, and so... <laughs> What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Anyway. That was um, so stupid. I'm aware. And so <laughs> they, uh, so yeah, so he, he, there's just massive montage of him kind of testing his own limits, seeing how far he goes. And the one thing that we really learn is that his abilities and the side effects are very inconsistent as fuck. Oh my God. Like his own willpower allows him to kind of figure out how, cause either he's like, how do I control my sound, and then he's just like, I guess I just control it. I'll just control it and throw a ball around the room and then catch it. With my eyes closed. Whoa! Sodar! Yep. Like a bat! Echolocation! Sodar! Um, and that's kind of how he figures out most of his abilities, which, I mean, figuring them out, it's fine, but like, to act like this is a training session, but he just does it immediately, you gotta do one or the other. Like, if this had been playing the song 9 to 5 in the background during this montage, I would have enjoyed it more. Working nine to five as he's throwing a ball around the room and catch it in his head. That would have been fucking awesome. That or uh, you don't always get what you want by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. <laughs> but you get what? And then like right now he goes to catch the ball. But you get what you need. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So he, yeah, so he's doing all of this. And Matt Smith shows up because he's like, well. You weren't in the boat, the report of who was on the boat, and I know you were on the boat, so obviously you're in your office. And when he shows up, he's, like, in the middle of a trial, and he, like, bites his finger and writes blood on the window. Yeah, he's, and his trial is basically, like, how bad does it get if I just don't eat blood at all? Like, how, and it just kind of brings back, it basically turns him into the ultimate vampire, just monster, like, the bloodlust comes out tenfold, while also his, like, original disease kind of coming back with it, like, all at the same time. And that's, that's what he figures, like, the way they showed that was actually kind of impressive. Like, when he's walking into his office. All of a sudden, he starts And, like, out of nowhere, I'm like, that was decent acting of just, like, assuming that wasn't CGI, like, that was actually kind of impressive of, like, 
the way he just starts letting his limbs stop working. I did not hate Jared Leto in this movie. Though. Yeah, agreed. I honestly think Jared he Leto wasn't the played issue. the shit out of what he was given. Yeah, like, he wasn't the issue. He's the reason the first half hour was He's good. He's like the, I, I, how I felt about Robert Pattinson in the Batman. For most of the Batman. I would disagree with you there. I liked his... I know, I'm saying, I, I didn't... I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, just four do hours rest... about that movie. You can go watch that. You want to just do the rest of the podcast like the fucking adults from Peanuts? Bullshit. That's it. The only things that you can hear are those curse words. Yep. That's the new R-rated Peanuts. Fucking it's the new Peanuts reboot. Penis. fuck you and so yeah so matt smith shows up and it's like oh my god and like grabs him some blue blood watches him drink it and he's like bro you're cured now on the way in he saw the two vials sitting on the desk because apparently this entire time he has left two vials of this shit sitting on a desk didn't think to store them anywhere or throw them away or destroy them because he's a vampire monster Nope. He's, he's like, man, this is somebody else's problem. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully a janitor doesn't get curious. Um, <laughs> Somebody's like, damn, I'm thirsty. <laughs> right? Just like, you know, Dr. Marby's like, these are like some super fucking good steroids. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I want to get ripped. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> um, And so then. This HGH? So yeah, so Matt Smith's like, obviously you're going to give me this cure, right? And Leto's like, no. Like, dude, fucking idiot. did I'm... you not just see what I was five minutes ago? What? Like, yes, I can walk and I'm strong, but also, like, I'm a fucking monster. And so, Matt Smith leaves seemingly like, yeah, you're probably right. Seemingly. And then it, like, what happens right after that? Is that when, Isn't like... that when he gets arrested? Yeah, he's, like, going... Well, first... No, no, because first the nurse dies. He leaves yeah, after he... the nurse dies. I think, I think that's... He leaves to go check on what... Martine in the hospital. Oh, okay, right. And then it cuts and then, to the nurse thing. Yeah, so yeah, he used to do that. Then it shows... Um, Probably my favorite scene in this movie. Yeah, like the nurse, she's walking through the hallway, and every few feet, like, the light behind her will shut off, and the new one will turn on. And then she starts to kind of hear this, like, flashing. Like the like flicker. This noise, like, yeah, behind her of, like, the lights flickering on and off, but it's not her. But every time she looks, she's not seeing anyone there. And so she starts to freak out and is running, and it's a very good horror scene. Dude, honestly. Like, it was a very, very well Because as she's running, you can see the lights start to turn on and turn off quicker behind her. quicker and quicker. And you start to, like, sometimes, like, when she's not looking from the audience perspective, you see a little bit of, like, the puffs of smoke that are, Mm -hmm. like, the sign of, like, the vampire in Mm -hmm. vampire mode moving fast. And then she gets killed, and you don't see who's done it. And it immediately then cuts to, like, the next day, and Jared Leto is in the one girl's room... And wakes up. With his alarm. And, like, and his alarm's going off, like... Bro, you need to drink some and blood. I, and that's why I thought, because I'm like, he's perfectly fine, but his alarm's going off. So, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, then he obviously had blood and isn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and that's the thing. And that's and it's done that way on purpose. Like, it's kind of a plot hole in a way, but it's also, it's a plot hole done on purpose to make you think he murdered the nurse. It's a neat nitpick. Yep. Exactly. It's like, you're... It... it this wouldn't be so glaring if there weren't other plot holes like yes, that. Yes, exactly. If there weren't other things like that, then that would be like, oh, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, if it, if it wasn't like right in the middle of really emphasizing like how often he needs to have infusions, mm-hmm. then 
it would be less of an issue. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, so then, so now the, the same, so Tyrese Gibson and another dude who is a fucking moron, um, (laughs) are the two FBI agents investigating Morbius. So now that the nurse has died, they show up. So he goes back, um, sees that she's dead. He starts freaking out, probably thinking he might've done it. Like he, he is thinking he might've done it because he doesn't know about. He has about Matt Smith, yeah. So sure yeah, he, yeah. So he thinks that basically he fell asleep, and vampire took over. And vampire, yeah, took over, and he murdered her without any control over it. Um, he grabs a giant bag of blue blood and goes to go sneak out because he can hear that the cops are there. Um, he almost makes it out, but the two FBI agents snag him at the front door. He also like is walking with his crutches. Yeah, he, yeah, he's trying to be he's, conspicuous, but it, not like he's been walking around for the last however long normally. I'll, right. I mean, to be fair, he has mostly been alone in his office. Well, he was he walked out into the hallway though right before that, mm-hmm. and was walking in the hallway with everybody. Like, what the fuck happened to yeah. her? So I feel like yeah, this is his way of like trying to hide from the police. But again, yeah, like the entire rest of the building. That's right. I forgot about that. So the entire rest of the building is has seen him and knows mm-hmm. that he's fine. So it's it's weird that he's disguising himself now and hasn't been pretending the whole time. And the cops even come and they're like, "Hey, you know, you look a lot better than you do on TV." And he's like, "Ah, oh, comes and goes. I'm gonna go." Lol. And then he hears their earpiece being like, "Yo, there's a fucking dead chick up yeah, here." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he dips out. That's right. He dips out not because the police are there, but just because she's dead and everyone's freaking out. And so rather than call the cops, he decides to run away, which I get. Although he could have, you know, run to the roof and jumped off the building that he, as he does multiple times later on. Weird. We're not talking suicide. We're talking just be a vampire. Yeah, because he's done that. Because he can go out in the sun, as it's established later on. Yep. (laughs) It's not that kind of vampire. In the worst thing ever. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So then he's like walking out, and they're like, "Bro, we need to talk to you." And then he hears in the earpiece that the lady's dead, so his immediate reaction is, "I'm gonna kick the shit out of these guys." So he does. Kicks the shit out of them and dips out. And then he runs up to the roof. Dude, fucking fast, too. He gets uh-huh. to the roof, and all of a sudden, the cops are there. Yeah, like, in the time it takes him to go, like, and this is, like, kind of like the scene in Batman Begins when, like, he, um, all the cops are kind of coming in on him, and he and he drops the, he gets, like, the little bat radar to summon all the bats, um, like, a little, like, a, like a bat whistle, in a way, like, to summon all the bats, to then use that to hide him, and he goes up, like, a billion flights of stairs. It's that level of, like, that's Dude, when he is, jumps this up. This is, like, a fucking 50-story And then we building. watch Tyrese go to run up the stairs. Like, he's not... Going in an elevator. Yeah, and somehow he runs up 30 flights of stairs in almost as fast as Jared Leto does. Because Jared Leto runs out the door and, like, stops himself from falling off the building. And then Tyrese is there in the, with the fakest-looking fucking gun. Yes. And Tyrese is there, not out of breath, right after behind him with the fakest-looking gun. Yeah, he should be, like... Yeah, his hand's shaking, but it's more like I'm scared rather than I just ran up 50 flights of stairs and I'm ridiculously going to die of my heart exploding because no human can do that. In fucking 30 seconds? Yeah. And so they, so Jared Leto lets himself get arrested mm-hmm. because, I guess because at this point he's not fully aware that he can jump off a building and be fine? Nope. I guess not. And but he immediately does it right after this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> It's because it's one of those, like, you were adamant about not getting arrested, only now you're going to let yourself get arrested. Oh, and he left the bag of blue blood on the roof. Yep. But luckily the cops grab it. And put it in evidence. Yeah. But he doesn't go there, so it's... it. 
It's a, it's again, it's a pointless throwaway line that doesn't come into play later. He might as well have just left and not taken any blood. Yeah. With him at that point. Or you know, the cops might as well not have brought it with them. I mean, like, yeah, it's yeah. evidence. So, like that part is log, like that part is logical that they would take it into evidence because it's a bag of shit that he had. But it's it was an unnecessary like conversation. Also, point. his line, dude, when they're trying to they're trying to like squeeze him for what happened on the container ship, and he's like, "I'm getting hungry." You won't like me when I'm hungry. Yeah, okay, hope. And I'm like, fuck out of here, Bruce. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, dude. Um, I've got my holy water triple blessed. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so he's he's arrested and he's letting himself be cuffed. Cause and I say that because like yeah, his vampire strength. Like we've seen him break out of cuffs already, so he could do it again. He could absolutely get out of there. Um. And but he's he'd rather fucking escape from solitary confinement instead. Right. And uh, so then they're basically like, you know, are you going to give us info? He's like, I, I can't tell you what happened. That wording I did enjoy because, like, it was, it's worded in a way where, like, it's him being honest. Like, I can't tell you what happened because he doesn't really know what happened on the boat. because it, it was Yeah, he right? was bloodlusted yeah. blind. And they're interpreting that as, like, you won't tell us what happened mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So like, I did like that line. Um, so they send him back. To and, his cell. And yeah, then Matt Smith shows up as his lawyer. Yeah, Matt Smith shows up as his lawyer with a cane and a bag of blood, both of which no cop stopped him from having, which... Yeah, also he leaves it right on the middle of the bed, and it's a big fucking red bag of blood. And to add to this, he walks in on him... He's in his cell with a pen and paper. Yeah. I'm sorry, but no way in hell does a guy that's just been arrested for murdering seven mercenaries and a nurse be allowed to have a pen in his cell i don't buy that no, at no, all no. i'm like there's no way in hell i don't care that if he's in like quote-unquote solitary you just gave a dude that as far as you know is about to john, is a is just john murderer, wick the yeah. fuck out of whoever walks in there <laughs> like you killed three guys with a pencil like, that's, <laughs> Baba Yaga. <laughs> yeah i mean after all we saw in the beginning of this movie what this kid can do with a pen so <laughs> yeah no shit he's a genius um, but yeah, and so yeah, so Matt Smith gets through security. Like I've like I have visited people in prison, and like the amount of no, you can't have any of this shit in there is a very long list. And there's no way in hell they let a dude like just walk in with like walk into the cell with a fucking cane. Like mm-hmm. that's gonna be like no, we'll bring him to a room and you can talk to each other through a glass panel, like. Mm-hmm. You know, do yeah, the whole just phone thing. Your bed, bro. Not, yeah, you can go walk into the cell. Like, you know, there'll be a private area for them to talk. Not, yeah, you can private walk down area. death row with a fucking cane. And also, like, somehow that bag of blood got through how many fucking scanners. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, uh. and that's the other thing, like, with their ambiguity, like, because Matt Smith, like, he's he's known enough that a random girl at a bar thinks she's met him before because he's a known celebrity. Like, mm-hmm. he's known, like, not to the point where you're going to be like, oh, that's so-and-so. I, I would say maybe Elon Musk level, where, like, the average person, if they saw him on the street, might be like, I know I've seen you somewhere. But they're not going to immediately be like, oh, you're Elon fucking Musk. Like, I would maybe say, like, that level of... Well, that guy just bought Twitter, so soon he's going to be I mean, be yeah, like soon the... people will, will know who he is more. But, like, <laughs> but I, I would say, like, that level. Sure. But at the same time... The entire police force just think he's a random no-name lawyer to come in. So, yeah. So, he comes in and um, this is where we find out. And 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 again, add to the fucking stupidity. He walks in, basically says, like, I know there's no way you killed her. Don't worry. We'll figure this out. And then leaves in a way. 
to like he basically is letting he just his like sets his cane he, up against. He's letting him. his buddy sit in prison for his murder knowingly, and basically kind of implies he's like, yeah, I'm gonna let you fucking suffer for my murder, but then also immediately lets him know, like, by the way, I'm the one who killed your nurse friend. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, Matt Smith's character from this point on becomes the most inconsistent fucking char- written character in the history of inconsistently written characters. Because, yeah, because, like, he's literally like, oh, yeah, like, I'm here for you, which is genuine. Like, it's not like he's putting on a show because it's a constant thing that keeps coming up. Because their past dialogue, too, another neat pick, when they're meeting each other before the container ship, like, Mm -hmm. the dialogue is so fucking good. Yeah. Like, the, the, the chemistry between Leto and Smith's character is fucking awesome. I did roll my eyes, though, at the irony that they kept comparing each other to Spartans because, like, if they were Spartan babies, they would have been thrown on a cliff, like, within a week of being born. Fuck, fuck man. <laughs> no, like, legitimately, though, like, well, if you I, had a, any birth defects, you were killed as a child. Like, Spartans. I'm, oh, yeah. That was that was a thing with Spartans. Like, that's why I'm like... No, if you guys were this crippled, you would have been murdered as children. <laughs> like, so just like, just like, I, it was something that made yes, me laugh. More like, like we're the Spartans, <laughs> the few against the many. I mean, like, because that's the whole point. It's the, it's the you know, the 300 is what they're referencing. Um, but it was just, it was something that made me chuckle. I'm like, you, like, I get, I get why you're doing this, but also you would have been murdered as children. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so like, it's, it's, a, there's a genuine level of care. But then also, it's just like, hey, I love you, but I'm going to let you suffer for the fact that I'm going to go murder a buttload of people, and everyone's going to think it's you. Bye! And he, like, drinks the blood, escapes prison, and there's some fucking pointless chase scene. Yeah. Where they he... vampire fight each other for a little bit. For and a it's little... actually more entertaining, unfortunately, than the climax of the movie. Yes, I would agree with that, 100%. And, and the whole point is just to have the confrontation of, like... One sees this as a curse, and one sees this as a blessing. Mm-hmm. Which... The yin and the yang. Yeah, which should just be Morbius. Like, that's the problem. Like, the problem with doing this the way that they did, and it's the same problem that the Venny movies have, is it's like, instead of giving what's supposed to be a villain, a villain that's a copy of them, and then separating that dichotomy of do I be good or do I be bad into two separate characters and having them fight each other because you can't commit to a Spider-Man... You're supposed to have that dichotomy within this character who then kind of chooses the darker side, possibly because of Spider-Man, and then you have that final battle, a superhero versus supervillain. Like, that's what you should be doing here, but for whatever reason, Sony's refusing to put Spider-Man in these outside of, like, a singular name drop three movies later. That's in a made by a scene. Marvel that's character. That's made by an MCU character <laughs> who's in this now. Um, and... So like that's all we're de- all we're getting is just the hero and the villain is the exact same person having the should this be good or should this be bad argument and that's that's been done now for both Venom movies and this it's kind of a copy paste of the same basic plot points for all three of these and that's probably what all of them are going to be until I can't they believe I liked Venom let there be carnage more than this I didn't I think I like this more only because I would say the first 30 minutes of this are much better than the first 30 minutes of Let There Be Carnage. It's comparing shit. It's like comparing a hard shit against a soft shit, though. I agree with that. It's like, fuck, Sony, just like... Like, that's what I think. I'm not saying that that makes this a good movie, but I think I would say that I would go Venom 1, Morbius, Venom 2. And then, um... 
That's it. Yeah. That's our three villain movies. Oh, that's right. And we'll see where Craven the Hunter sits when that one comes out. Ugh. Like, Not excited. It's another one where I'm like, I'm excited for the lead actor who's playing Craven, but because Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to be Craven. Oh, cool. I'm in. <laughs> right? That's all I need to hear. Um, I like him. Kick ass. Yeah. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Who died in one movie. <laughs> and then was reprised. <laughs> you know what's funny is because both Quicksilvers are, it's Kick-Ass and his best friend in the movie Kick-Ass. Yeah, I know. They're both the Quicksilver. I know, that's awesome. My favorite fucking meme, Captain America's shield is made of adamantium. Do you know what Hawkeye's shield is made out of? Quicksilver. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so they go, there's another chase. He kill, uh Matt Smith kills a bunch of cops. And then runs away. As like, uh, as just to make a point of like, look, we're the next step in evolution, apex predators. I don't even think the term apex predator gets used in this movie. Yeah. Kind of a missed opportunity. That is a really good way to put that, though. Yeah. And uh, which is an, is often a reoccurring theme with vampires. In fact, it gets it, it it's a very prevalent theme in the movie Daybreakers. Don't think I've seen it. It's got Ethan Hawke hmm. and Willem Dafoe. Damn. And Sam Neill. Oh, damn. Uh, what the fuck? It's, it's great. Movie? So the premise is vampires have actually taken over the planet. Humans are basically cattle. They're just like farmed in like companies of just like and farm for their blood. And so society, like the, the, the dominant race that just lives on the planet, just living their day to day are vampires. So technology is adapted for that. So like they drive cars that are just blocked out with like TV screens as their windows so they can see everything as if it was a normal car but without sunlight coming through. Huh. And all of this stuff. But, like, what they're finding is, for some reason, more and more vampires are, like, devolving into these, like, mindless, monstrous creatures. But it's because there's a blood shortage. And so not everyone's getting blood. And and then it kind of ensues from there. And some vampires have actually found a way to get cured and get, like, reverted back to being human. And that's kind of where the plot picks up from that point. <sighs> It's a great fucking movie. What? It might be one of my favorite vampire movies of all time. Because it's, it, it's an it's original idea. It's better than I- The Lost Boys? Yeah. It's an original idea, but it's an original idea that doesn't shit on like the lore of... like, like Better the, than Blade 1? The, the, the quote-unquote lore of vampire-ness, like the way Twilight did. The um, way this movie did? Yeah. I mean, this, this one is intentionally separate, because this is less of an... That's why like in the comics, it's Morbius the living vampire. It's literally intentionally separating him from actual vampires the same way that blade is a daywalker the rather day than an actual walker. vampire you know all the strengths and other weaknesses and so so like marvel has actual vampires but then they have like two specific Dude, characters only, that are meant to be intentionally separate the only thing i could think about during like the height of like the vampire stuff in this movie was like how cool it would be if morbius interacted with blade in the mcu I know. it's like oh. Come on, dude. Insanely missed out. Like, I would love to see the Mashallah Ali and Jared Leto's characters interact with each other. That'd, that'd be great. Be awesome. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen, but that'd be fucking cool. Um, and so, yeah. So then, yeah. So Matt Smith dips out and... Well, actually, Jared Leto flies away. For his, well, he runs the, away. Well, he runs in front they, of a train and then flies away. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. He runs and then he decides maybe I could glide on the... The air The flow? air in front of a train. Because it's, it's really inconsistent about whether he can fly or not. Yeah, he can fly with, like, wind currents is what I assume. Yeah, and so he jumps in front of the train and the subway train and flies off. And Matt Smith 
stands there. He goes, all right, I guess I'll go get dressed. And he dips out. <laughs> a, a tie that matches his shirt exactly. Yes. Yeah, so then, yeah, so then Jared Leto, I don't remember what he does after that. Like, I mean, after that, but, like, Matt, like, the next thing I can vividly remember is Matt Smith, and, yeah, he gets a getting dressed montage to go out to a bar and drink some booze because apparently these vampires can also drink normal stuff mm-hmm. and uh to hit on a girl who may or may not have a boyfriend it's it's very ambig like ambiguous whether it was just i was buying this girl drinks or this is my girlfriend because he just because the wording is specifically her drinks are spoken for that could literally be Anything. any of those. And the way that she's acting implies more so that, like, they he was just buying her drinks first rather than, like, they're actually dating. But then when, like, Matt Smith leaves, she, like, hits him, like, jerk. Yeah, like, why are you being mean to hit, like, this random guy? Yeah. so It's, it's a then, very weird but scene. But then him and those other two dudes leave without her. Yeah. Yeah, all three. So yeah, like, like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, again, it's one of those, like, we need to set up the moral ambiguity of what's about to happen. But we're really not going to earn it because we're going to be dumb about how we do this. Yeah. And so then those three guys are who Matt Smith kills next. And he looks directly at a video camera and doesn't destroy the video camera or do anything to the video. He just looks at it and... Is this... Before or after this, is this when Jared Leto meets Martine at the coffee shop? I think this might be right after. I think that's why I think Mar- that's where Jared Leto goes next is he goes to the coffee shop to meet Martine. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he's there like, hey, I didn't kill the nurse... Just those, and she's like, yeah, I know. There's no way you killed the nurse because you 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 worked with her forever. And she's, but she's also a little scared, and so then she's like, she like sets the coffee cup. She, yeah, she's like, do you want some coffee? He's like, I don't, I don't drink coffee anymore. She's like, it's, he's like, I don't for the caffeine. She's like, it's decaf. And so then he reaches for it to let her know, like, no, I'm not gonna. My hands are gonna burn off. He's in the like, sunlight. ah, no, not that kind of vampire. Lol. Which. And like that, like I, I thought that was that. funny. Yeah, like, I thought that was this, funny. To this be is honest. the testament I'll give, like to his, Jared Leto. Like Jared Leto played that off really well, and I liked that. That was that was Dude, well he played. Played the shit out of Morbius. Yeah. As, as far as I'm concerned, like yeah, he did good in this terrible, terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he overhears some dudes uh, who are who basically force the cashier slash bribe the cashier to yeah. take like four hundred dollars in counterfeit money just to take one of their counterfeit bills because she. Just because. Because mm-hmm. we'll pretend that's a thing that thugs do. Yep. Um, and uh, he overhears that and goes, oh. And from, like, and here's one of them drop something about, you know, we have plenty of this back at the lab. So what is initially setting up to, like, what you think is going to be like, oh, this is going to be the start of his superhero-ness. And he's going to go avenge the girl that was threatened. No. He literally follows them to take their lab. On the he's like and so he's he tells Martine hey grab a few things here's what I need I'm I'm gonna go do something he follows them using echolocation and immediately like on his way there luckily some EMTs walk into a building and leave a bag of blue blood sitting outside so he can grab a couple on his way thank God that he's gonna have that on him yeah um, no more hot dog vendors in New York just blue blood vendors yeah so. <laughs> He gets those. Just I'm like, what the fuck? Like at first, I legitimately thought like these thugs were like going in disguise as EMTs to go into because you don't see their faces at all. So I'm like, oh, are the thugs like disguising themselves as EMTs? And all right, he's gonna follow them in. But no, he just opens the bag, pulls out some blue butt, and then continues to follow the thugs. Mm-hmm. It was very 
again, I very distinctly so, like, erased is, that this... from my memory, by the way. Huh? I completely forgot about that till you brought it up. Yeah. I completely erased that it's, from uh, my memory. Like, okay. So, yeah, he does that so that he doesn't go so that there, so that there's not a plot hole. Like, they, again, it's like they're using, it's kind of like digging a larger plot hole. Like, you're digging a hole over here to fill a hole over here. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we need to not have the plot hole of him not going crazy. So we'll just have blood magically appear conveniently yep. for this to be a thing. Yeah, pretty much. So then he goes, he follows them, and he's like, hey, I want your lab. Because apparently a counterfeiting lab has all of the can has all of the equipment that he can tweak it slightly to make the lab necessary to make biological components of stuff and make a poison for him and for the Matt Smith. <sighs> because that's science. He, like, literally takes apart a printing machine and makes a fucking... Yeah, it makes the whole, like, blood... It's, like, like, 30 seconds of him taking a machine apart. And then that's when Martine goes to the lab and Matt Smith's there. She's obviously getting shit for Jared Leto's character for Morbius. And he's like, you see Morbius? And she's like, no. And he's like, all right. And, <laughs> and then, well, then he's like... Then you hear, like, her heartbeat beating. And, he, and then he goes, cool. say it again. Just to be sure, and it's it's, it's kind of like a daredevil trick of like, oh, you're. I can tell that you're lying because your heartbeat's skipping. But also, I'm like, she's also terrified that you're gonna murder her. So like, that's also why her heartbeat is skipping. A I would be beat. like fucking freaking out if I yeah. saw him walk in and be like, "Yo, where's the other vampire?" It's, it's speaking of Iron Man. It's exactly like the scene in Iron Man One when Pepper is trying to get the stuff on the flash yeah, drive, and Obadiah and... Stane walks in. Mm-hmm. It's it's that exact scene. Um, and so, yeah, so she dips out with some blue blood. Gee, I wonder why she would have that other than for Morbius. Um, and, uh, Matt Smith essentially follows them. Oh, hi, Freya. To the lab. Well, for, to the bridge, and then they go up on the roof and make out. Yep. And it's been, it's been heavily hinted at that Matt Smith wants to get with her. But also, he doesn't seem to be that upset or jealous about this at the same time. No. He's just staring at them with a, am I upset or happy I found them, smile on his face. Yep. And then that's, then Leto, like, makes the fucking, the, the serum to kill them. And he's like, you need to dip, because I'm going to go kill him now. And then I'm going to kill myself, because we shouldn't exist. Oh, and also, at some point in between all of this, the cops have found that security footage and totally cleared Morbius's name. Yes. By the way. Yeah, they they are now. Trying we mention to find it Matt Smith. very minorly because it was mentioned very minorly yeah, in the movie. It's, yeah, it's it's again like they're very ambiguous about. Do we even see the cops again? Oh, not until all the bats come out of the sewer. Yeah, they, yeah. At the very end, they're 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 there to arrest whoever comes out of the final battle. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> we're gonna arrest whichever vampire survives this vampire. Fight. So Morbius, he goes somewhere. Oh, he so. First, so uh, Matt Smith oh, goes right. back home, Fuck, and the, yeah, and the mentor dying. sees on the news that Matt Smith is now the one that they want that they're coming for the uh, the copycat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes over there, and it's kind of that classic like, oh, what you don't like me? I'm still me. He's like, no, no, I don't. Oh, like you like you've, you've always liked Michael more than me, and he's like, no, he's dude. like, no, dude. I literally lived like I became your father forever. What like all I do is I come here. I kicked him and... out as a twelve year old, and I raised you. What the fuck? You are obviously the favorite. <laughs> and he's like, no, because you you like what I become. And he's like, you become a murderer, and Morbius didn't. You fucking he's idiot. Like, See, 
And so he guts him mm-hmm. and is hoping that Morbius will just show up at some point before he bleeds out. Because he, he guts him and then stabs his neck and goes, I have a message I want you to tell Morbius. Which is, I'm going to kill your girl or something. Um, I don't remember what the message was specifically. But yeah, he just, he leaves him for like a, you very much have like 20 minutes to live. Hopefully Morbius shows up in that time so you can give him this message for me. Yeah, and then Morbius gets a phone call. And right? it's just him being like, bro, fuck, I'm fucked up, bro. Yeah, and then I'm that's it. Die. So Morbius shows up, he's like, he's bad. And, and then, then dies. <laughs> and like, and it's meant to be very weighted and emotional, but like, and at least at the beginning. Literally, he dies, and then you can hear... Morbius's sonar thing go off, and now Matt Smith has his girlfriend. It is gonna and he's kill like, her. Scream, too. scream his name, so he comes. Scream his name, and you're like, "Well, it's a good thing that you were aware that your plan to like have a dead dude leave a message probably wasn't gonna go over very well." <laughs> no sh- I always have a plan B. <laughs> yeah, that's what if Palpatine taught us. He anything, didn't need to kill his father figure. If at between all. the first Death Star, the second Death Star, the Death Planet, and then the fleet of Death Stars. What Palpatine taught us, always have a backup plan. No shit, dude. <laughs> and so, <sighs> um, and so, yeah, he goes and, yeah, so like, and then, and this whole scene with this guy dying is like half of his fucking screen time. So it's one of those, it's like, yeah, you want me to care about this character and his death and it is sad, but I don't care about this character dying because like, I know I'm supposed to because it's their father figure, but he's in the movie for two scenes. Like, I think technically three scenes that he's in this fucking movie, and, and you like fucking half of that screen time is him dying. Yeah, and it's and literally it's like you, you they kill him and he goes oh no in the middle of him being like no oh someone else is dying yep. and then leaves oh it's time for Uncle Ben part two <sighs> and so so he it's time for goes Andrew over Garth there and she's she's been left for dead. Yeah, he, like, pierced her neck, too. Yeah, he pierced her neck and then laid her on the ground so she could kind of bleed out. And he's like, no, Martin. And so, yeah, he flies over. He's like, oh, no. And she's like, I can help you. don't let my death be in vain. And so she bites his lip to make him bleed, hoping that will send her into a frenzy. And my first thought was, honey, if the blood pouring out of your neck hasn't made him go crazy, why the fuck was his own blood going, like... Why would him bleeding into his own mouth make, also, like... Also, like, have you ever bitten your own lip? That shit fucking hurts. Right? Why wasn't he, like, ow? I know. I would, uh, at least he's, a little bit, like... He's a... more just, like, surprised. Like, oh, why would oh, you Oh, he's like, you damn, girl, you fucking in it, yo. So, he <laughs> drinks some of her blood, but not enough to kill her. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to that later. Well, obviously. Um, and goes off to have the angry fight where he gets his ass... Dude, handed to him. Wrecked and handed to him. Fucking destroyed. He's getting thrown around buildings, kind of like Venom did. By because Carnage. he had used it being vegan for too long, and he only just now got some protein. But this other dude's been sucking down protein shakes for like a week. He's been fucking doing CrossFit. Yeah, and so this guy just got a Planet Fitness membership, and this guy's <laughs> been doing CrossFit yeah. for two days. So, so they fight, and he just wrecks him until he pulls out the one ability, which again, it's it is actually kind of very Iron Man. It's the the one thing like. The way that Iron Man beats Obadiah would like, mm-hmm. bet you haven't tried to see if ice is the problem, so let's fly up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that same kind of thing. Of like, well, you haven't interacted with bats, so you don't know that I'm king of the bats. And so he Bat king. he puts out a Superman dying scream. 
And that sends waves throughout the sewers of New York. And I want to emphasize this because of what comes out of them. Like, I'm sitting there the whole time. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Like, what is going to come? Like, I was literally just like, what? I have no idea. Like, for the for about five full seconds, I had no idea what the point of this was about to be. Hmm. And then you start to hear, I'm like, oh, no. Yep. Because it's, just it's such an best. illogical move. That I didn't even think that, oh, there's, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way that they're, please tell me. And then, yeah, out of the sewers of New York, thousands of bats pour out. Like, this isn't like, this isn't even like, these are the bats that I brought back. Because we see those. They're locked in a glass room, and there's about 50 of them. Mm-hmm. This is thousands. Like, it's a this lot is probably bats. more bats than every live-action Batman movie combined has had. Straight up, so many fucking bats come pouring out of the sewers and are swarming around and so matt smith goes oh well there's a lot of bats here i guess it's time for me to Ding grab some rebar like... and come running at well, you no, first he dings yeah, he like, it yeah he like dings it as like and then morbius just like poof, looks up and is like sonar went off yeah he's like oh i see where you are thanks for the the ping. thanks for letting me know you're yeah. coming at me and so then he starts to go running at him, planning to javelin him through the, I don't know what, with some rebar. And Jared Leto's response is literally to Dragon Dude, Ball does. Z power He fucking Kamehameha's these bats. fucking shoot full, like, it was literally, it's the same thing that happened in the movie Pan. Where <laughs> he, does, he does it with fairies, and he's just like, huh? And it's this weird fucking, like, I'm gonna fight you with Dragon Ball Z moves. And full Kamehameha's bats right into... Fucking Morbius or fucking Matt Smith's everything, and just like launches him against the wall, and then what runs at him and kills him. Yeah, stabs him. Oh, yeah, yeah, runs at him and stabs him, and and this whole time he's constantly just trying to kill him while simultaneously talking about like we're brothers and we need to be ruling the world. You were my brother, Anakin. Right. You were the chosen one. Like, it's almost like if imagine Anakin is the one shouting, you were my brother, while also trying to murder Obi-Wan. Yeah, no like, shit. It's like he's doing both parts. But also, Obi-Wan is the Chancellor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like... <laughs> and, yeah, so he, he Kamehameha's him, and then he stabs him with the fucking serum, and... Matt Smith dies. And, well, and Matt Smith knows that he's going to die. Because, like, the second he stabs him with it, his immediate... You're gonna kill me. You're gonna kill me. Like not, dude. The you're fuck? gonna cure me. You're gonna change. Like he has no idea what's in this. Like we know the audience, mm-hmm. but it's as if Matt Smith has audience knowledge because he knows that he's going to die from this based on nothing, mm-hmm. and especially because of how long it takes to fucking kill him, dude. Seriously, like, like a full minute. They have like a little literal conversation about like, but like we're the Spartans, we're the we're the Spartan bros. Come on, bro. We're Spartans, bro. Come on, bro. We love each other, bro. Bro, we're Spartan bro, twos, we're Spartan bro. Bros. Or Spartan 2s. Spartan 3s. They're Spartan 4s, bro. Are you kidding me? These guys suck. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Spartan 1s are on the die. Oh, yeah. They're all over. (laughs) And uh, they're uh, they're Paramount Spartans. (laughs) They (laughs) are. And so... um, You're going to have to aim up here. (laughs) So he dies, and then all the bats and Morbius fly up out of a small hole in the ground that led all the way down that led to, to a massive open like construction site uh, it's very it was very weird and um so he flies out and as he's flying away the camera pans over to martine who wakes up with blood <gasps> red eyes 
And then that's the end. So of we it. have no idea if. <laughs> yeah, we have we have literally no idea if this is like, Morbius is gonna start making vampires or if she got the third but, serum bottle. Yeah, yeah. Like why we don't know why she became a vampire. Whether he gave her the third serum. As like a, we'll both live together. Because he doesn't kill himself. Because then there's the two post-credit scenes. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, if you've made it this far and you haven't seen the movie. Where the fuck is Vulture? Where's Michael Keaton? Where's and Vulture? And where's Vulture, who was in half the fucking trailer footage? Well, half of that footage makes up the post-credit scene. Because most of his footage is not... Because like, there's literally like a scene of him like talking to Jared Leto's character. Like The way it's cut is that he's talking to Jared Leto's character. That scene does not exist in this Morris, movie. we're going to have to catch up sometime or something. Right, like yeah. It. That's not in this movie no. at all. Dude, the one fucking thing he says is, hope they have better food in this joint. Yeah. Are you f- <laughs> fucking kidding me? Yeah, he's just transferred universes. So what happens to post-credit scene one? <sighs> in a much less good-looking version, the sky splits open just like it did in No Way Home. I don't know why it looks so much worse in this movie than it did in No Way Home, but it does. Like, you guys couldn't have borrowed the exact same video file for the sky opening over New York? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so it opens up to show, hey, we're going to do something No Way Home did. And Michael Keaton shows up in a jail cell here. So it implies then, based on that, that was a question we had in Spider-Man, like some people had in Spider-Man No Way Home, like, did they pop up where they were in the other universe? This implies that yes, because he pops up in presumably the same jail cell he was in originally, but in this world's version of that. So that would so that implies that where like in the like that's why all the villains popped up within like twenty feet of where he is in New York. Mm-hmm. Presumably, then that means that's where they were. That also kind of begs the question: like, why was Electro and Sandman just out in a random forest in their world? <laughs> but but yeah, so. Um, he pops up in his jail cell, and because he pops up in his jail cell and there's no laws surrounding multiverse travel, yet. he's freed from jail. Because yet. he is not a criminal in this universe. Yet. So, yet. so like they literally like, there's going to be a hearing, and then he's freed from jail. So that's post credit scene one. It's just going completely against the canon explanation from No Way Home. He is now in this universe, permanently, presumably. Never return. I think the unspoken like character from the those Spider-Man movies they got shit on the most was that girl that Peter took to homecoming. <laughs> like <laughs> that girl got shit on hard. Uh huh. Like her yeah. dad goes to prison first. Yeah. Her her boyfriend sends her father to prison, who then vanishes into an alternate reality, and she doesn't even remember her the ex boyfriend now, so she can't even be mad about him. She for doesn't the fact. know why like, her dad. So going. now, yeah, now. She is alone in the world, has no idea where her dad is, and no idea of, like why her dad has just vanished on her. But for some reason, she has credits in Vogue, and <laughs> she's like, "Why?" <laughs> right. Um, and so, why am I in Teen Vogue? <laughs> um, so yeah, so he somehow is now permanently pulled into this universe. Because that makes sense. Because yeah, if you watch No Way Home, you know why this makes no sense at all, and there is no way like. Come at us. Try to explain this. There is absolutely no way to explain this in a way that makes sense with the rules and logic set out. And even if you go with the, well, Doctor Strange may have been wrong or lying, the fact is at the end of the movie, everyone gets sent back to their worlds. So he should have been sucked back into his universe once the movie ended. Like, even if you could logic your way into him showing up there, which you can't because the whole point is everyone gets pulled into this universe from other universes... Then you also have to explain why he didn't go back. 
it's, it's kind of the same plot hole of like the droplet of venom being left behind in the no way home world after venom gets sent back you think to that his was world the agreement that sony was like you give us vulture we'll give you some of venom i guarantee yeah 100 think that was the agreement yep. and uh yeah you guys you guys can make the third attempt at venom if you let us have vulture <laughs> Um, because we want to have another villain for our Sinister Six that we're still trying to do, even though we just did that in No Way Home, and we don't want to develop our villains kind of the way you didn't have to in No Way Home. So, so that's one. And then post credit scene number two, which I don't know why this wasn't just one fucking scene, is again Venom. I mean, again Vulture. So it's Morbius is driving a car out to the middle of nowhere, where apparently he was told to go meet Vulture. Who is just like, hey, I've I've read a bit of, like, which of the two that would have made more sense if it was Venom. No shit. Like, you he has more of a reason to believe that Venom might be a monster than Morbius because considering the fact that Morbius was just cleared of like the bad murders, and if you know anything about Morbius at all, He's it's a good guy. yeah. So I feel like that makes more sense if it's Venom, but so he, he's Venom's there, movie. he flies in in a brand new Vulture suit that he has made somehow in presumably like a week, and is just like, hey, my name's, I work for S.H.I.E.L.D. and I'm getting a team together. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> he does, he does what DC should have done for the Suicide Squad. Like, I think if DC had basically had Amanda Waller pop up at the end of, like, each of these movies, collecting the bad guys one at a time, and then, like, after everyone has their origin, like, solo films, then you do Suicide Squad as, like, with a oh, bunch you, of villains we care the about. Avengers formula? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if they had done that, I think that would have helped Suicide Squad infinitely way more. Um, Which one? Suicide Squad or The, the Suicide one. Squad? <laughs> the first one. Whichever one the, the first one that one had is. fucking Captain Boomerang in it? The other Jared Leto superhero movie. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so that's that's the post credit scenes. It's just, it's literally just setting up Vulture in this world. But again, and but like, he's definitely a villain, for now, um, in this world. And like, that's the like, the biggest issue. This, this suffers from the other big issue of Venom movies, which is they cannot commit to like, is he good or bad? Mm -hmm. Like, it has to be an anti-hero. But it's not even an anti-hero. Like it has to be an anti. He has to be an anti-villain. <laughs> I get. Yeah, kind of. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, he's the new class subclass. It's the anti-villain. It's the we know he's supposed to be a villain, but because he's the protagonist, we'll have him do mostly good things with the occasional villainous outburst, because we can't commit to an idea, because we're gonna make superhero movies without the superhero. Yeah, if they and... would just put that on text at the beginning of the movie, then right? I'd be like, oh, okay, so this is okay. gonna be dog shit. I wouldn't yeah. have to sit here for an hour and fifty fucking minutes exactly. to figure that out myself. We could make up what the plot is and tell people not to watch the movie. Yeah, we could have been like, hey, well, the the first thing I I actually only watched the first scene of this movie, which was a, a text crawl. That said, we gave up. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, once I saw, we gave up again. I'm like, oh, great. Perfect. That's all I need to know. I could have left. You didn't have to give me, you didn't have to wait 90 or 104 running minutes to tell me that. Do you know how to know something I learned today, completely off topic of Morbius? The guy who directed Green Lantern mm -hmm. is the one who directed uh, Casino Royale. Really? Yep. Wow, Casino Royale was actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, this is, this. This heavily emphasizes the amount of studio interference that that Green Lantern had, yeah. because it did. Like, yeah. so 
prime example, and this is why Ryan Reynolds hated making the movie, the director wanted it to be Bradley Cooper as Hal Jordan. And the studio refused to even, like, let him read for the role. And kind of, like, backdoor cast Ryan Reynolds and went, this is who you get as your leading man. And so, immediately right away, the head actor and the director are basically going to be just, we're clashing the entire fucking time. Mostly because the director didn't want that actor there and the actor just kind of got handed the job and was now the lead in a movie with a director who didn't want him there. Fair. Oh, uh, yeah. That was something I learned today. I hate when that happens to me. Right? <laughs> um, but, yeah. So that's Morbius. Yeah, out of five blue bags of blood, out of five bags of vegan blood, I would give this a one. I will give it a one and a half only because the intro was actually enjoyable. Okay. That's why I gave it a one. But I was so fucking checked out the rest I mean, of the movie. The... One is our lowest number. No, we don't I go think, below I one. Go, so that's... I can go below one. We haven't yet. Yeah, we haven't yet, but I think you can. I can I... give a movie a zero. I feel like if Eternals didn't get a zero, then one is the lowest we go. <laughs> there were Cause, parts because you just said on a scale of one like... to five, so one is the lowest. One <sighs> is. I'll give it a one point two. Yeah, that's not right. a one point two five. That's fair. A 1.20. That's okay. I'm okay with that. All right. Yeah. And that's cool. that's why. Like 1.25 because I agree, Austin, that some do deserve below a 1. In fact, I think, like I said, I will say Eternals is one of those that deserves below a 1. Eternals is a dog shit film. Can we re-redo our Eternals one real quick? <laughs> um, out Eternals of, is a zero. <laughs> <laughs> out of five druids. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the Joker in... I know. In... Uh, the Batman. I know. It's funny because I actually have a buddy I was talking to the other day. He he hadn't seen the Batman yet, but he just watched like the YouTube Joker clip. He's like that popped up in line. He's like, I just watched that. That alone made me not want to watch the Batman movie. I was like, Yeah, that's exactly how the Batman movie is, but for three hours. Yeah, imagine so, three more hours of that scene. Yeah, I was like, just just picture three hours of that scene. That's the movie. He's like, Yeah, I don't want to. I'm like, and I he's gonna watch our review. So I'm like, if you want though, we talk about it for four hours. He's like. Really? Yeah, it's on YouTube. He pulled it up right there. So I was like, yeah. Hey, man, we just lost a subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I will agree. Movies deserve below one, but that's our minimum. So we're going to stick with that. For Five now. is our maximum. Yeah, so 1.2. Yeah, 1.25. Because like I said, I, I legitimately enjoyed the first half hour of this movie. Sure. I think... I think Jared Leto gave this movie 110%, and like that Dude. should be applauded for that. Honestly, like he, he did. Like, I would love to see... And this is... I even feel this way about him as the Joker. I would be okay seeing him reprise that role under a different director and if they force him to change the laugh. Like, because, like, in Suicide... Like, when I saw the trailer for Suicide Squad, I was like, all right, he looks terrible, but I think he could actually play a good Joker. Damaged. And... It, Right. Mm. Damaged, <laughs> um, but like I legitimately thought he could at least portray the character well, this just and just look terrible while doing it. And then in the movie, it felt like there were two Jokers. Like there was like that one that I saw in the trailer, the like five percent of the, the time. One he wanted to be, and that's kind of like, and that's what I don't know. Like I props to either him or the director, in that I'm not sure which one is the one he wanted and which one is the one the director slash editing room wanted. But it's like, there's that 10% of the time, and the other 90% of the time, it's just Ace Ventura mixed with Marilyn Manson. 
dude, great description. That's a great way to describe Jared Leto's Joker. Right? Yeah, holy um, shit. And so, but in this, like, no, like, th- this is one where, like, I would love to see him play this Morbius as an Andrew Garfield villain. And dude, have a full oh. movie of that. Dude, imagine their, good their dialogue would be so fucking I, good. Right? Like, that's the thing. The thing that I hate most about this and the Venom movies is they are well cast. And just really poorly with executed. a great script. Like, same thing. I would love to see Tom Hardy go full villain Venom in an Andrew Garfield movie. That'd I would awesome. love to see that. Like, that's the one thing I will give all three of those movies is I do want these guys to be actual Spider-Man villains in a Spider-Man movie. I want that. So, like, props to the actors and, like, the basic portrayals of the characters outside of the story because it does make me genuinely want to see that. But the movies are dog shit. Dude, so bad. They are such, and it it baffles me that they're dog shit. Like, well, it, it baffles me the scale, I should say. Yes, because they, I mean, they just have this way of kind of like bringing you in right at the beginning. Yeah, just like there's just like sticking out that little piece you want to hold on to, and then they yeah, rip like, it away. Maybe. Like I, I remember honestly, it's even like, like you get invited to a costume party, right? And I'm like, dude, we're all going to dress up for Halloween. It's going to be fun. And you go and everyone's a furry. And you're like, fuck, you brought... I, I look... I'm a Dracula. Like, oh, God, this sucks. We're <laughs> Dracula and everyone's a furry. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't get the memo here. <laughs> you didn't specify it's a furry costume. You just said it's a Halloween costume and a dress up. You didn't tell me that everyone that I know is a furry. <laughs> Fucking Cody's a bear. Cody is a bear. <laughs> He's the bear noser, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it, it's it is it's baffling. Like it's it's baffling to me at how bad these are, because like everyone involved, and I I wonder how much of it is like post editing, like or what. Because like, everyone involved still seems thoroughly convinced that they made a good movie, especially Tyrese. Oh, very much Tyrese. Yeah, he believed Martin Scorsese thought yeah, he Martin made a good Scorsese movie. Martin Scorsese loved me in that movie, <laughs> dog. <laughs> and so like, and I and that's like I think like the average actor outside of someone like Nicolas Cage, I don't think is setting out to just make a movie because. Um... (laughs) Because it was offered? (laughs) Because they offered him a million dollars. I'm so fucking excited for Massive Talent. That looks so good. The unbearable weight of Massive Talent. Oh, fuck, it looks so Um, good. But, like, it's, it's incredible to me... I don't even want to use Marvel as like a comparison reason because those have also been getting worse. But like, Dude, but steeply like, downclining you. The fact that they don't have their hands tied by the MCU, like Sony, used to be the peak of Marvel movies. Like, even though I'm not a huge fan of the Tobey Maguire ones, like at the time, like those set the bar mm-hmm. for comic. And what's sad is the one good thing about those movies is their villains. Like Sony used to be amazing with Spider-Man villains. Pun not intended, but, you know, it was there and it worked. Dude. Um, and now that they're not willing to have a Spider-Man for whatever reason, like... And what's funny is they could literally do these movies with a Spider-Man. They could? Like, because, like, they could... And, and focus on the villain the level that they do. Like, have that be the main focal point. And oh, Spider-Man... Kind of like Batman's small role at the beginning of Suicide Squad, right? When yeah. he brings in Harley Quinn. Like, you could... Yeah, exactly. Like, you could do... 
like, like have it be a little bit more so like it still ends with like a major fight but like have the focus be almost more on the villain than the hero mm -hmm. because the character is so known like you could get away with doing that and it'd be a really interesting new way of doing superhero movies but to just remove the superhero and like then it creates the fundamental issue that some studios won't do which is have your lead character not be good because so, god forbid that the lead character be morally and not even ambiguous even, just even morally negative. bad yeah bad why make a villain a bad guy uh, unless there's a good guy there to be a like with pod. venom it at least made sense because in Ven in the comics venom does go from villain to anti-hero mm -hmm. like that actually at least that made sense with venom but even morbius like the whole like the advertising this movie do you go good or do you go bad i'm like bad that's not even a question for Morbius in this film. It's literally just how long before this might become uncontrollable. So I would rather kill myself than become bad. Like throughout this go. entire movie for Morbius specifically, it's not a question. It's straight up. I'll kill myself if I become too monstrous. But then he doesn't kill himself. And then he doesn't. And he might team up with Vulture now. It because... begs the question. Why team up if there's nobody to team up against? Yeah. Like, like who are the they going to fight? Yeah, Vulture's determined to fight this world Spider-Man. Except one, there isn't one. As far as we know, there isn't one. And two, Ugh. like the whole reason he's fighting fighting Spider-Man is like a personal vendetta, which isn't there because it's not that Spider-Man anymore. Like mm -hmm. his whole, mo like he could, he literally can start life brand new. Because... All he had to do was fly to that high school. And also, see why if does he even Peter know who Spider-Man is? Because doesn't the whole world forget? <laughs> Fuck, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot. Because the multiverse is the multiverse forgets because of the spell. So like <sighs> So even his personal his personal reasons to fight Spider Man are gone because he doesn't know that Peter Parker is Spider Man anymore. Because the spell. And so it's yeah, it's Wait, does that mean that every multiverse has forgotten Peter Parker's Spider Man? I doubt they're gonna commit to that. So like Toby Maguire goes home and Mary Jane's like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> well, like they'll they would still know who they are separately. No, because that's like no one will know who Peter Parker is. Yeah, that's because that's what that's what the new spell is. Is everyone forgets about the existence of a Peter Parker? Right. Theoretically. Theoretically. So what have you been up to, man? <laughs> um. So yeah, so that's that's Morbius. Yeah, the recommendation is, is just don't watch it. Yeah, at don't. This point. If like, it goes on to a streaming platform that you are already paying for, watch it. I would even say if it goes on to a streaming platform that you are already paying for. And a future movie comes out that's decent and requires knowledge of this movie. Then watch it. You really don't like, miss anything from like a future setup plot by missing this movie. I mean... Morbius' story is very What you miss is in the next... Whatever the next movie is, if Vulture's in it, you'll be confused. And Vulture will be like, I already talked to that fucking but this, But you can, you can literally just watch the post credit scene on YouTube and, and yeah, get that information. Like 45 seconds. So yeah. yeah. It's it's about as long as our spoiler free review of this is. <laughs> Shorter, actually. We actually kind of drowned on on that one. Uh, I'd say both combined is about as long as there because there's those there's the two of them. Um, so yeah. So now 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 our 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 post movie segment. Uh, what you up to? Not much. Started a new department in my job, so just doing that. Nice. Um, I start my official bartending. This weekend. Saturday, so for South those of you, for those of you who are in town, um, I'm gonna message some of you directly. But uh, come down to I'll tell you what bar Saturday. Fuck it, come down to Piper Down Saturday morning for brunch. 
I'm gonna be up on the rooftop bar. Awesome. Like, we got I'm, plans Saturday morning. That those are the plans. Like I'm already bartending, but now this is the first like official. It's my job title for this position. Hell yeah! So I got that. Uh, playing been playing a lot more Horizon Forbidden West. That game is massive as fuck. Good. Um, in in both a good and bad way. Like it's one of those like it's it's what a lot of like I'd say a lot of modern open world games suffer from, where like they try to make it as big as possible, but also as dense as possible. So it's so, repeating like, a lot of the same stuff. It's not even an issue of it's repeating. It's just that there's so many things like. There's a billion side quests and a billion things to discover on top of because like instead of being like a little bit smaller but super dense or just slightly less dense but massive. Because <laughs> um, like I'd say like The Witcher did a good job of being like massive but not super dense. Or other games are more dense, but it's a smaller map, so it's mm-hmm. it doesn't but it, it it's it's starting to reach that point of almost feeling like a chore to do all to try to one hundred percent the side quests and everything. Because there's there's just so many. So it's not yeah. So it's not even an issue of like being repetitive. It's just the sheer fucking number. Um, so like that's like that's the one issue, and that but that's an issue that plagues a lot a lot more of them. Um, Austin, it's okay. It's one shift. I know you try to be good on your budget, but we love you, bro. I got you. Oh, uh, Nick's got you. There you go. Yeah. Guilt free, man. Chill. You just gotta help pay the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Um, that and. Today, I bought Lego Star Wars, the complete Skywalker saga, because oh, 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 they just oh, did like oh, a revamp, so they've actually changed like some of the gameplay, the cinematics, I think there's, they actually have voice now for all of them. Hell yeah. And for the prequels, they actually brought back, I believe, uh, the voice of Anakin and Obi-Wan from the Clone Wars, to voice for like the prequel cutscenes. Hell yeah! Um, and what? So, That's sick! Now, sadly, this implies that when we get to episode 5... Um, it will no longer be the timeless cutscene where Vader pulls out a photo of Padme and Anakin and points to it, and points to him, and is like, <laughs> "So, oh man, that is there's like going to be dialogue now." But who knows? They may have kept it, and if they did, you bet your fucking ass, I'm going to be Snapchatting you. Me, oh my god, it's still there! Yay! Because that yeah, fucking you have to, yeah, have to immediately let me know. Yep, yeah, it's fucking. I'll probably just like live record it. When it comes up on fucking on our on our group chat, beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, so it's, I'm, I'm I'm legit stoked for that one. Um, I'm not stoked for seven eight nine, but I'm gonna one hundred percent the game. <clears throat> so, but yeah, I think I think that's it. All right, well now to do our classic ending. Look at me, you. Look at me, look at me. Are you looking? Look at me. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, before, before we go. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. We're so bad at this. Uh, yeah, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I got to be better about doing this in the intro because... Yeah, we forgot just... to mention that again. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, anyway, you want to support us, we love, we appreciate. Shout There's out to Bloodhound for being our one tipper. Uh, all links are in the description below, including tipping if you want to. And but you don't have to. We got them condensed. Yeah, so that link tree link will send you to everything if you want to tip us. Uh, our Twitter, our our Twitter page, my Instagram page, and then like all the different places you can listen to us if you would prefer to use something outside of YouTube. Um, whatever you want. We love all of you. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 <laughs>